This episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 32, and this is the podcast where we come together every week in a positive space to discuss nerd. I can't. I'm, I'm, even though I got a lot of sleep last night, I'm still kind of out <laughs> to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Uh, just a friendly reminder every kid's di- different, and so are we. So please do your own research. Um, I'm Nicole, and I have a little boy named Mateo. And with me are two wonderful parents, regulars to the show. We have the wonderful Carrie. Or Hi, guys. Cleo. I'm Carrie. I live in Kansas City. I am mom to Sarah, who's 15, almost, if she lives that long. Eden is 12, <laughs> and Colin is 4. I, I always loved hearing who's on your on your list. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, you can tell. I can always tell. You can usually tell by the way I recount their ages as to who's on the S list for the week. (laughs) And then (laughs) uh, the wonderful Eric. Eric. Hello. Hello. My name is Eric. I have a seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old, named Colette, and I have a one-year-old named Thaddeus. Yay. And you also have a podcast as well called Mr. Mom Daily. Mr. Mom Daily, which I decided not to do this week. I'm Um, taking the week off. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mom on vacation. That's right. Uh, are are either of you guys uh, getting the summer cold? I mean, I hate summer colds because it's like nice out and you feel like crap. I, I got I, re- I always summer cold in forever. Really? Yeah, they suck though. I hate them. Uh, did, yeah, I almost always get them, but I got lucky this year. I didn't really get it. Yeah, I I'm recovering. I'm on I'm on like week two of it, and I just my uh. my brain's a little still foggy. I'm really fatigued. I can't mm. like breathe <laughs> like, i'm sorry it feels like tuesday around here <laughs> this is before the coffee kicks in <laughs> so I, so it's um every morning i drink a cup of coffee because it was it settled in my throat and the coffee was really the you know warm liquid and i'm not a tea person so i'm like oh i need the warm liquid to, to help me through my day so yeah, how's how's the rest of the family they got it too um uh, mateo is is the source <laughs> of course ah, yes <laughs> Um, he's patient zero. He's, yeah, exactly, <laughs> um, and he's he's fine now. He he's I guess for about a few days now. He didn't. I seem like I got the worst end of it. I always get the worst end. It's like, oh, Mateo has a little bit of cold. Nicole has walking pneumonia. <laughs> I mean, just like <laughs> what? I don't understand this. Um, yeah, maybe maybe my body just doesn't um, fight. Um, infection as well because I don't sleep well because yeah, I'm being woken up multiple times throughout the night. But that's actually my up because last night um, Mateo slept through. He woke up at four o'clock and I was sleeping on the couch because he decided he re- absolutely refused to wear pull up to bed. And I'm like, oh God, he's going to wake up and there's going to be piss everywhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, but i did what you said cleo i did the layering trick so i had three layers there you go. i'm like oh cleo you're the woman so <laughs> i was like okay I, well at least the the bed is protected and if it if he does wake up in the middle of the night and just pull the sheet off and it's ready and we can you know do that 
Well, around 4 a.m., he let out a, and I went in there, and he was just laying there in his pee, and I was like, do I clean him up? Do I not clean I'm like, he's sleeping. I'm just going to let him sleep. I don't blame him. It's just going to keep him warm through the night. I know, right? It's I kind of felt bad leaving him in his own pee, but, you know... You don't wake a sleeping kid because I knew if I tried to like clean him up or change him or whatever, he would wake up and then it would just be done. Yeah, it's one thing just to transfer them from like one room to the other. You just flop them, but when you've got to get them up, change their clothes, change out the sheets, it's like uh, sleeping it. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know that feeling. But, you know, it was just a funny kind of experience because he ended up sleeping till 640, which he has not done in like a year. Wow. Maybe we've cracked the code. He just, that's how he likes to sleep. He needs to be in his own face. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Mark said. He goes, that was a big, that was the big factor to it. Like we put him in underwear. Maybe the pull up is just uncomfortable for him. Yeah. So I've thought a few times while changing my son's diaper, how this thing can't be comfortable. Yeah. At least after yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Sorry, I was drinking drinking my coffee. Sorry. <laughs> I have a twelve year old in diapers. Yeah, I can't imagine that that's comfortable at all. Yeah, it's it's uh, but I'm I'm really excited to see him, you know, exu- exerting his independence more and like having yeah. more of an opinion. Um, he started a new school, which is giving him a lot more. Uh, independence like he really they're encouraging him to do more and i can definitely see that coming out and this just is that school you were talking about yeah that montessori school yeah and um so one of the things i ended up doing because it's a it's to me it was like i didn't even realize it's just what i did because his clothes are on the top shelf he can't reach the top shelf so i moved all his clothes his shorts and his shirts down to the bottom shelf. I had a similar thing. And I, I had just, re- I had realized that Colette's school clothes, they were all out of her reach yeah. last year in school. And so when I moved them down, sometimes when I would get her up, I'd say, okay, pick something out. And half the time I didn't have to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so funny. Cause I, I just want to see what he picks. So yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. Those don't go together. But he he loves orange. I think orange is his favorite color right now. And he has a pair of orange like uh, gym shorts. Mm-hmm. And then he has an orange, another orange shirt. And he put them both together. And it was just this orange. <laughs> like, all right, buddy, <laughs> that's what you want to wear. Do your thing. <laughs> so, but Eric, you you have a you had a, a bad night though. You didn't oh, sleep yeah. at uh-huh. you didn't sleep at all. Not, no, I got maybe two or three, two, probably two hours of sleep last night. And the ironic thing is it's my kids were, were had nothing to do with it. My, they both went to bed so well last night. Um, just they went down when I put them down. They slept through the whole night. Not a peep. What? What's and going on then? I just, two things. One, it's I'm just dumb when my wife's out of town. My wife's out of town this week. Mm-hmm. She has to work out of town. And I always have a hard time sleeping when she's not there. I know, aw, but it's just weird. I just toss and turn. And then the other thing, when I finally did fall asleep, out of nowhere, the loudest, most insane thunderstorm right above my roof, my bedroom happened. The, we were like, getting the same ones the night before. It was bananas how, like, boom and crack. Yeah, the house and, was shaking. Yeah. 
<laughs> so just, you I must was be, up. You must have gotten what we had the other day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I didn't have to water the flowers, so that was a nice but thing. But it didn't wake up the kids, did it? No, actually, it didn't. <laughs> I, 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 I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, and I went and checked on the kids. They're fine. Yep. And then by then I was like, well, dang it, I'm up now, I guess <laughs> – I guess I'm Are up. you that kind of sleeper where once you're up, it's really hard to go back down? Yeah, it is. I just my body's like, no, we're doing this. All right, we're up. Do you need somebody to like pat pat your back, rub your belly? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. I should tell Christine to do that. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Um, how about you, Carrie? What's been going on? I know you had um, you've had a rough see. morning. My Monday, Colin absolutely loved preschool. I mean, loved Yay. it in ways that I can't even describe. He was ear-to-ear grins from the minute he left the house until the minute he came home. And then he was telling me all about it and telling everybody that he knows. He loved Miss Mary Kay. <laughs> I love my friends. He just, oh, loved it, which was fantastic. Today's Wednesday. Today was his second day at preschool. And he threw a temper tantrum oh, the size of Oklahoma no. and didn't go to preschool. So... <laughs> He just, I don't know, he had plenty of sleep last night. Mm-hmm. I've kind of had him in a pattern lately. I've found that he is, of my three kids, the one that surprisingly needs more very distinct scheduling. Mm. So for, I mean, Eden has always needed scheduling with meds. But I mean, in terms of him, in terms of activities, he needs to kind of know what's coming up so that he can get ready for the next thing. So we've had the last two weeks, we've been doing great. He has a calendar that every day he has a a good day and doesn't have a tantrum, we put a sticker on it, and he loves that. Five days in a row, he gets a treat. Oh, we got Play-Doh. Good times. So he's been doing really well with, you know, having his dinner, having a bath, reading a story, going to bed very consistently. Went to bed last night, no problem. Going to have school tomorrow. Yep, got my backpack, ready to go. Get up this morning, lost his poop. Don't know what happened. Hmm. And as he's losing his poop, my husband's down here trying to talk to him. I'm upstairs trying to get Eden ready for bed. I pull back her sheet and realize that she has ripped her feeding tube out of her stomach. Oh, no. Uh. So now I have to come downstairs, go outside, wait for the bus, tell them to go on without us. And normally, her feeding tube, you think of it, it looks like, um, you know, b- blow-up pool toys? Right. The little vent right. that you blow in. Mm-hmm. It looks an awful lot like that on the yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. Well, I normally just, oh, I clean it off. I uninflate it because it's got a water balloon on one end. I uninflate it, and I just clean it all up with a little Bactine and pop that sucker back in, fill it back up, and off we go. Yeah, no. Apparently, she pulled this out somewhere early in the evening, and she went to bed at 7.30 last night. So not only was there no way for me to get it back in because it had sealed itself, um, that there was – she was basically – Mateo slept in pee. Eden slept in a sea of Insure Plus. Oh, no. So she had food all (laughs) over the place. So I came downstairs – and my husband had decided to just go to work and leave Colin on the couch because he didn't want to deal with him. <laughs> so now I've got screaming, raving maniac. Who, I don't want to put my shoes on. I don't care. And um, Eden, who has to go to the hospital now. So I hauled her into the hospital and they had to have, it ended up they had to have a surgeon come down and re kind of surgically put it back in. Um, and they had to do fluoroscopy and make sure it was in the right place and kind of a lot of hullabaloo that went along with it. And um, Colin was fantastic the whole time oh good i was he just gonna sat ask there and you played and talked to the nurses and i don't i don't know i don't know what made him have a meltdown he had plenty yeah. of sleep or whatever but today was not his day and i had no time to deal with it you so know, i said you're coming with me to the hospital you so you um tell when it's like okay now it's serious business i have to behave like yeah we're we're at the hospital I need to be good well, for we were at the hospital and all i had to say a few times was is you need to sit and be a good boy mommy's angry with you right now 
And he was just, oh, damn. Oh, no. So, <laughs> There's that look. He's on the list. So, um, yeah, and he's been great the whole time. It's just like he needs to have that. It's almost like he needs to have a tantrum and just get it out of his yeah. system. And then he's perfectly fine. You know, Mateo like, did that last night. He was just off. And yeah. he he was just freaking out because I had turned the light off. I'm like, buddy, it's 830. It's time for bed. And yeah. he was freaking out. And I go, I stopped and I got down to his level. I said, buddy, I know it's hard. I go, do you need a hug? And he just goes, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I gave him a hug and then it was over. It Colin was- just sh- screams and screams and screams. You can't even talk to him. Yeah. I'll say, Colin, it's time to stop. Look at me. Anything. Just try to, I have to take a wet washcloth and rub it over his face. Right. Just br- gently, just to distract him enough that he can stop and catch a breath. He's just, you can see it. He's got his eyes pinched closed. He's just like, I can't even process anything other than the anger right now. And then all of a sudden, boom, fine. Yeah. It's, it's so, really weird how they get into that state. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. And it's almost And then it resolves like, just as quickly. Yeah. It's like he just decided, well, this is boring for me. I'm on to something else. And we got to the hospital and I expected when I got out of the car to put, I put Eden in her wheelchair and I got her bags and stuff. And I went around the other side to let Colin out of his car seat. And he was like, I think I need my shoes. And he's putting on his shoes and he's talking about this. And he says, now when we're all done with Eden, we'll go to school. And I said, you can't go to school. School's all done. And he was kind of like, what? Like, they don't operate on my skin. <laughs> I said, no. So medical emergency is like what she has. It just kind of throws me off my game. Yeah. So my schedule is kind of, I'm kind of been on hyperdrive since 7.15. Like, my heart's been going. and We've got to race. Got to get things done. And I hate that feeling. And yeah. I'm usually pretty good about handling it. But when he has a meltdown at the same time, it just is like, I can't oh, handle everything. I need vir- we need virtual hugs for Carrie. Oh. Yeah. So I will drink the coffee and all the coffee and I will um, take all the breaks and I will sometime this afternoon, hopefully, I'll probably end up going to bed early tonight because I'll be exhausted emotionally. Yeah. But she's have- fine. She's got band-aids around her. The only other thing that stunk is that she had a reaction to the liquid lidocaine they put on her, so she looks like she's covered in spots. Oh, but um, mm-hmm. she's perfectly content laying over there looking around, and everything's all right with her. It's just like okay. one more thing on top of the other, you know? I saw the video you posted of Eden um, and Laughing her. about school? Just loving. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> that was great. Was yeah. just loving school. She is school. a happy, happy kid. And she is back in school, and she's loving it. Oh. Just loving it. That's so, yeah, great. but other than that, I mean, up that he loved it, down that the medical emergencies are kind of throwing me off schedule. But, you know, every parent has those days where kind of the the perfect storm of bad things happens. All and, the crap hits the fan. Yes, the crap hits the fan. Yeah. Many fans. Well, Yesterday, we spent the entire day in the house because our air conditioner was broken. And it was 92 in here. Oh. Which ooh. sucks. So, well, yeah, because we you, you have hum- in Missouri or uh, yeah, Kansas. So we actually oh. had the guy couldn't get out to the house until 430 to fix it. So I had to. I had all the fans going. It was like a tornado inside my house. <laughs> and um, then as soon as he left, my husband said, hey, why don't we go out and get a cold drink? We'll go out as a family. I thought, that sounds like great. And our garage door broke. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Someone doesn't want me to leave the oh house. Oh, my I don't goodness. Know what's going on. No drink for you. Yeah. Oh. So we've got everything under control. We'll just, we're going to hope that Wednesday's our bump day and that tomorrow everything will be better. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
It's been a weird, I think when uh, schools start up and just, you oh, know, you're getting yeah. into that groove and, um, I'm doing grumpy cast before. later today, so I'm prepared. <laughs> to talk about. Yeah. If you're not familiar with, uh, with uh, the podcast Carrie's talking about, it's grumpy cast with, uh, Daryl, the Trek nerd and, uh, Hammond who does, uh, beyond the playlist. So do they record that live or do they just record and then post it? I'm not they sure. usually record it and put it up because they record it during Daryl's lunch break. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they said that this time this one's fresh. Oh. So this one might be live. Oh, that's so awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so it should be fun. Very but yeah, cool. you know, typical, I think all parents get, get, you have one of those days where you're just like, I've never really been somebody, and I joke about it a lot, where I'll be like, oh, they drive me to drink. I could have come home and had some wine. And just been you know, like, I've, <sighs> I'm not a drinker either, but there have been times where I'm like, I get it now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I need it. I understand what you're saying. Just, but, yeah. yeah. And what's good is that I guess on the other side of it, even though I'm a little stressed out, silver linings is that the kids now are very much like, oh, oh, we're good. And we're good. Eden's laying on the couch looking at me. Colin's upstairs. I hear him talking to his Legos. Just, you know, <laughs> their, their day really hasn't been that thrown they're pretty content and that's kind of what it comes down to is that as long as you get back to that point yeah no you work your way back there so eric is colette enjoying school well she will be i I oh it's next week yes so school starts on monday and tomorrow we find out who the teachers are going to be and all that fun stuff and um I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> I, uh, I've well, and it's kind of it's kind of sad because I've enjoyed having her here all the time. I get to play with her more. I mean, like yesterday, we were doing her kiwi crate early in the morning. I was going to ask how those went. Yeah, it's it's been just super great. And but at the same time, <laughs> I really would like my mornings back. Yeah, um, it's my sanity time. Um, and it's I I also I just feel like. It it um the lack of of me time mm-hmm. it starts to snowball and by the end of summer you're kind of just so need that more yeah. and more and more yes. that you're just r- so ready to push them back to school back to school yes. with you just give me a few hours and this is the first year that I've had all three of my kids in school for at least two days a week mm-hmm. and I went to the bathroom with the door open <laughs> yes. I did. All the stuff. And I really kind of only glean about a half an hour, you know, because yeah. you get up and you start getting into your own routine of what you do in the morning. But right. to just sit on the couch, I was like, I'm not going to wear pants. <laughs> Took my <laughs> pants off. I was just hanging out. I had 30 minutes of uninterrupted bliss. It was like I was 20 again. It was oh, amazing. So I know. It's great. I can't, I can't wait. Monday is going to be awesome. Yeah. I meant to um, tell you, Carrie, um, Mateo's teacher is Miss Mary as well. That's pretty neat. That's awesome. Colin's uh, assistant in the class is Miss Carrie. It's spelled a little differently, but he's just uh, completely mind blown. I like what? I really (laughs) they're all the same name. What? I really like the Miss and the first name because when I was a kid, it was Miss and the last name. So yes, Miss Miller and Miss Frazy, and that's how I mean. And that's what I taught Colin. When I figured out his name was her teacher's name was her last name was Healy. I was like, we're going to go see Miss Healy. and It's going to be great. And then we went in and she introduced herself as her first name. And I was like, oh, no. I think it's I like it more. I do, too. Yeah, I like it. The kids just seem they seem uh, more approachable to the children when Mm -hmm. they think of them on the same not the same level. But I have a first name. You have a first name. Yeah. An actual person. Right. Yeah. So what were you guys? I'm sorry, Eric. I interrupted you. Oh, uh, 
Oh, I think I was just going to say Colette's excited because she she loves school and um, she's just couldn't be more excited to get back into not just uh, seeing her friends, which she's excited, but to see, but to like learn. Yeah. She always got a big kick out of at the end of a day saying, hey, daddy, did you know that butterflies, blah, 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 and so on. So, Does um, she have her outfit picked out? Because that was always the big deal oh for God, when no. I was a kid. Uh, today's the day where I go through all of her school clothes and I, get, and I make sure that what fits is there and what right. doesn't fit anymore goes away. And so this weekend I can restock. And, uh, Kohl's is having a really big sale right now. Just, are they now? Just let you know. Yes. Yeah. Like I, a lot of stuff is on clearance and – yeah. It's a uniform school, so there's only oh, a few colors well, then there you go. that I can get. But well, yeah, that's you know, the that's my job for today. Deal with the clothes. What are your thoughts on uniforms? Because I mean, I I, I like them, but then again, I'm like, uh, there are two sides of me that feel opposite about it. The one side of me, which is the side that's all about free expression and mm-hmm. per, you know having your own identity, hates it. It's like, come on, don't put my daughter in a little box. You're right. This is stupid. Yeah. And then the practical side of me that has to deal with everyone getting up in the morning and uh, all that loves it because I'm a dumb guy and I'm trying to dress a girl. Well, and, then, and when and she then, gets into middle school, then it's going to be all about the the. For me, it was guest jeans. That was ah, that was the big deal. Like if you nice. didn't have a pair of guest jeans, you were nobody. So. Nice. I kind of yeah, like. I'd say, I'd say that's about fair. About twelve or thirteen, all of a sudden, everyone becomes very brand conscious. Yeah. Ugh. Younger, not so much. Not so much. And they don't really care too much as they wear what they like. And I kind of wish they would keep that attitude as they get older, but they get very swayed as to what they want. Sarah's not too. She's she's good in that she will go out. She searches the web on her own and she goes out and she finds a designer that she likes and she'll say, "Oh, I really like this," and then she'll see if she can find it someplace local. And if she can't, she'll see if she can buy it online. So she'll buy kind of the things that she likes and she enjoys that. But the part of me that would like them to have uniforms, and it's been considered here, um, is that I grew up, uh, most of my friends went to a private high school. And I went to a public school, but a lot of my friends went to the private school where I was going to go, and they all complained. Oh, man, you know, you can, here's, you got to wear the plaid skirt. It was a private Catholic college, private Catholic girls school. You had to wear the plaid skirt, but you can only wear two or three different types of shirts, and their expression came through socks. I mean, you could just wear anything uh, you wanted in the socks. Yeah, yeah. And that was craziness. But I think what they all found, and they didn't appreciate it as much then, even as though it was explained to them, now that they're adults, they totally appreciate it, is that having all the kids wearing all the same thing was one less thing you had to deal with when it came to clicks. You know what yeah, I mean? Or yeah. I couldn't afford, you know, crazy. I couldn't afford super expensive jeans when I was a little kid or when, you know, to have all, 47 pairs of Nike Airs or whatever it was. Everyone's wearing the same things. It In that sense, you're kind of all on the same level. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. all kind of dealing with that one thing. It's a commonality that you have in common. Yeah, I've definitely got new appreciation for the uniforms. I like that it's easier for me to get her ready in. I, I, you know, what you're talking about. I don't want to have her to look at some other kids and go, oh, I wish I could have those clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I'm conflicted, but for the, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the situation. I'm siding I'll, on the side of uniforms. Yeah. I'm not, it's not such a big deal that I'd be upset about it. I can deal. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I wish they would. I think there's an age group where that really has value. Mm-hmm. Little, I mean, little kids. The value is then, yeah, it's just easy. You got five white shirts, two navy blues, and four pairs of khaki shorts. Done. Like mm-hmm. that's definitely right across the board an easier thing to do. But I think that they're at their age, they're not thinking about kind of that 
you know, we all have this in common thing. Mm -hmm. I think that hits when you're in middle school and maybe that that's a time that that would be a good thing for them because it helps them in ways that they don't understand yet. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, I didn't have to dress like that. So my friends always gave me crap because I could wear whatever I wanted. But <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember that every year I was looking forward to buying school supplies because let's face it, that's more for me than it is for the kids. And um, <laughs> I remember buying my first outfit every year was a huge deal. Yeah, me too. I would work all summer to, to go school shopping and buy all my, my cool clothes. That's right. I, they weren't that cool. <laughs> I looked back at those pictures that my mom took and I'm like, what? In the world. Well, you've all seen the picture that was me when I was in fifth. Was it fifth grade that was in that picture that you put oh, up? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I was in fifth grade. On episode uh, 30. Yeah. <laughs> me and my bowl yeah. cut, ladies and gentlemen. If, if you haven't seen the photo yet, so Nicole cool. used my, one of my throwback Thursday photos of fifth grade uh, on the episode 30, um, <laughs> the, like the cover sheet for the podcast. And uh, I'll bet you can find me because I don't look all that different from when <laughs> I was You're so little. cute. I'm right. going to look right <laughs> yeah, now. I don't I, remember. <laughs> Nerd, You'll know exactly. Yeah, nerdparents.com. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm pretty easy. To think <laughs> it's adorable. I'm super chipper, and I've got a great Dorothy Hamill haircut. <laughs> oh, that's you. Yeah, yes, it's me. totally it's totally Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awesome. So, oh. um, on a uh, on a different note, um, yesterday I was, you know just kind of going about my day, have my little uh, iPad mini with me and I'm, you know, playing my little tap game, stupid family guy, trying to get Felicia Day and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I take my iPad to the bathroom and Uh-oh. I've set it up on like, we have this little table and usually a bunch of magazines are on top of it. So I just rested there and uh, I uh, dropped the iPad. No, <laughs> I didn't drop it. It slid off. And went face first, and I go as it's falling. I'm going no. Wait, it's like, is, I this, is this the iPad that the, uh, Mateo broke no, a while back? No, this is the this is the iPad that Mateo. Um, re- well, Mateo broke one, and then this is my replacement. Oh no! So this one is all my fault. I feel like such a. I need to get an otter case. That's what it comes <laughs> down to. I have to get one of those kids otter cases because I cannot. I'm like so clumsy i i've never been this clumsy before i was waiting for you to the say damage. It the toilet what well, no it didn't go into the oh, toilet <laughs> no it was i had it propped up on a little table i was just going pee so <laughs> and yeah it was just like boom and it, and it was done and now it's all cracked but here's the thing if you do have a cracked ipad because mine went spider so it's like all Oh, no. Like, if you rub your finger across it, you feel the glass. Yeah. So, I, I'm in the process of getting it replaced. But in the meantime, I'm like, I got to play freaking Family Guy. I got to I gotta tap my little guys. So, um, I did a <laughs> – I got some saran wrap and I put it over it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because I was trying to play. And I'm like, ouch, ouch, yeah, ouch. Control. I love it. <laughs> I did a similar thing with uh, my my wife, Christine. She dropped her phone and it did the same thing on her screen. And so I took some clear uh, packing tape and just yeah. kind of put a few things over. Well, that's over a good idea, too. But God, we're it. not addicted to our devices at all. No. <laughs> I got not at a, all. I got a vanquish. It's a big shattering piece of glass with shards that could impale you. Put some tape on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> but it's it's a nice little workaround until I get my my yeah. replacement. But uh, yeah, I'm like as I'm before I, I put the saran wrap over it. I'm like, oh, 
okay, okay, I just got to move that over there and that, yeah. <laughs> Sarah just got an iPad for school. The, um, the high school here gives 10 through 12th graders MacBooks for school, and the um, 7th, 8th, and 9th graders all get iPad 2s. Oh, interesting. So she just got her iPad yesterday, and they last year they gave all the kids they came in OtterBoxes. Uh-huh. Um, this year they did not. And I just thought, oh, she, you need it. that's going to be yeah. bad. <laughs> totally. So I told Sarah, let's go buy something dent-proof because I've seen your work. Yeah, I after this last one, I have to get an otter case. I just We have one for Mateo, and it, it's perfect. Um, What's that life one? There's a, one called, is it a life box or a life something or other? I don't know, but it's a life something. Somebody in the, either in the chat room or somebody listening will know it. It's waterproof too. So you can dunk that sucker in water and nothing. Oh, it's, this is life proof case. It's some kind of a life proof case. I don't know what it is, but I got to think, I got to oh, find yeah, it. I've seen the video for it several times and it looks very cool. And I thought, oh, that must be really unplayable, but it's actually. I've got a friend who has one. I'll have to ask her. It's um, very, very cool. She has a son who's at the age where he likes to throw everything in the toilet. I just found it. It's called Life. Yeah, it's called Life Proof. Is it Life Proof? Yeah, it's just Life Proof case, Apple iPad case, naked touch experience, Life Proof confidence. And uh, it has like a, like, yeah, it's just waterproof. What? Yeah, see? Cool. It's like dipping it in magic. It's wonderful. Oh, It'd be dude. nice to like take an iPad and hang out in a pool or something. Yeah, the pool or something. Exactly. Oh wow! Eight. Not level, that I have a pool, but eight levels of protection. Why all the things? <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it would cool. be. I can, I have an iPad Mini. I'd love to get one of those for that and get oh. out there and I can be doing my heyday and be sending sending Stephanie all the things that she needs. And I'm totally gonna I get one of these. Tap out. Yeah, and they have them for the phones too. Oh yeah. I don't think I have ever. Now I got to knock on something wood or cross. Everyone cross your fingers. I have never dropped my iPhone for us. You ever. will today. Wow. I know. I'm thinking about that now. I'm like, well, that was stupid. But yeah. I'm gonna upgrade the new phone when it comes out in November. So, but yeah, I've never dropped it. So I've always had like the dinky little cute pretty case that probably costs you know twenty bucks, but it's a yeah. piece of plastic. It's right. not super protective. Yeah, my husband's got his in basically encased in steel because he just. <laughs> I need yeah. After this last one, I'm like, okay, I, I think I was in denial of how clumsy I, I, I am, <laughs> and and this is just me going, okay, I gotta accept it and work past it and do things that help me. That's right. <laughs> Instead of denying Set yourself it. Up to win, Nicole. Set yourself up to win. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I wonder if those things are really kind of doing our kids a whole lot of service, though. What? I mean, really, when you think about it, it's good for little kids that tend to be clumsy. Mm-hmm. Um, it Maybe you will teach them. I don't know if it teaches them the things like, let's not have beverages around electronics. Right. right. Not, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. If kids are used to everything just kind of being wrapped up and put away. I mean, it's good right. if they want to play with it. But at the same time, I don't you want, want my... them to learn to respect. I the don't. Yeah. I don't want to give them a seven hundred dollar lesson. That's my yes. point. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you, and it's that's the hard part that I come down to. When I picked up, my husband has a an iPad Air, and I picked it up the other day, and it just had like fingerprints mm-hmm. and goo and Colin stuff oh. all over it, and I was like, Ugh! and he's and I was cleaning it for him, and he's like, why don't they ever touch yours? And I said. Because I tell them they can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have the same I situation with my wife. Yeah. My wife's yeah. phone is always kind of 
funky because that's the one that the kids know they get to play with sometimes, but yep. they never ask for mine because nope. they know daddy says no. That's yeah, what I'm just yeah. like, no, I've seen your work. I know what you're capable of. <laughs> and I know what I like your, my stuff. So no. Yeah. I know what comes out of your body. It's not, yeah. go, it's not going know, to Apparently now I know where it goes all over dad's iPad. <laughs> so no, it's like with me, with, with daddy's things, he has a Vita that Colin likes to play with. And Colin has his own tablet, so I don't know why he's so into this. But because it's dad's, I guess he wants it. The kids are on his iPad. My husband will put down his phone. Colin just goes over and picks it up. With me, it's if they want to use anything of mine. Sarah will occasionally ask to use my phone for something. She'll ask me. It's mm-hmm. not just go over and pick it up. Hey, Mom, can I borrow your phone for a second? Sure. And Aaron's kind of, well, what the? And I said, because I expect that of them. Like, mm-hmm. my expectation is that they will ask me. And they know they just don't go take things. Because I don't want them to be like that with other kids. Or with right. other people, or other people's things. It's if I have a, one of my nephews has um, Down syndrome, and I know that he is he struggles with. Well, it's an iPad. It's just like I just play with it, and he doesn't understand that sometimes it's not his, mm-hmm. and that right. there has to be you know something. Maybe there's an expectation that it's not used. So I think that's that's hard for them. But yeah, my kids they don't touch mine. Yeah, nope. Don't even, the only time they touch it is if I say, "Where's mommy's iPad?" and Colin will go, "I get it," and he runs upstairs and unplugs it and brings it to me and. But never asked to play with it. Oh, it's fit. like they just nope. It's not worth the wrath, so they just don't even bother. The 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 fetching. Um, mm-hmm. I had Mateo get me a tissue, and it was the, it was the really kind of the first time he like. Oh, was he all he, proud of himself? He was. He Aww, was so proud of himself because he went up and it was on the it was on the table, and he pulled it down and got me a tissue. Brought me a wad of them, but still, mommy <laughs> needed a tissue. <laughs> I love when Colette started helping, and now she's a, a, a great help. I couldn't run this house without Colette. <laughs> she's a huge help. Oh, and I just remember when she finally started getting excited about, uh, ooh, let me help mom and dad. This is fun. It was so cute and, yeah. and nice. Yeah. Um, First time they bring you toilet paper, the half the roll will be streamed across the house to wherever you are. <laughs> so, so judge your distance appropriately from the bathroom because you'll just get here you go, and the whole thing will be strung back to the bathroom the whole way. Oh, that's awesome. Well, speaking of the bathroom, I wanted to ask the the two of you if either of you had tried any kind of um, like potty ladders for. We have like a little step stool because yeah, um, I started. Seeing Mateo and how he was very independent at the school with the little toilet, uh, I'm also tired of cleaning up an actual potty because it's mm-hmm. just getting gross. It's just getting yeah. so gross. Oh, <laughs> you mean like, like one of those little plastic? Like the little like uh, the yeah. separate potty from the yeah. toilet. We so, tried one of those with Colette, and it didn't last more than a month yeah. for kind of that reason. It's just so – I mean it was good. It was a good kind of, okay, this is – it, it was at his level, so it just really helped him. But what I was really um, interested in was how I could make it easier for him to get up to the actual toilet by himself. So I started doing some research, and I found these potty ladders. And if you just search potty ladder on Amazon, you'll you'll get a mess of them. There's there's like seven or eight of them, and they look really wobbly and almost and and quite scary in some cases, um, and. And they're priced around anywhere from $25 to $40. But then you scroll down and uh, to the fifth one, and it's not on Amazon Prime. Um, it's $129. Good God. Oy. But it has 104 reviews, five stars. So I, I, I start looking at that one. I'm like, why is that so highly rated? And I start looking at it. 
And the very first review is what convinced me because we have a, we're fortunate enough. We have a second bathroom that is completely devoted to Mateo. And I was really just getting tired of, of the separate potty and it was just gross. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't really supporting him being independent going to the potty because he would try to, he would try to dump poop and then the poop would go and it just oh, did do, yes. it's just oh, not good, not good. Scene. so so <laughs> that ha- that happened one day and i'm like i gotta find something else <laughs> <Time> for steps <laughs> and so the the very first review um talks about i used they basically used all of the other ones before so they spent all this money on all these kind of rinky shaky ones and the kid was afraid of them. So they were like, this one is completely solid. So I decided to try it out. It was, a, you know, I was like, oh, that's a lot of money. And then it also costs to ship it because it's not prime. Mm. But we got it. I, it's just three very sturdy, super sturdy um, pieces. And you put it together very easy. And then you butt it up against the toilet. The minute I put it up against the toilet, Mateo goes, he looked at me and smiled pulled down his pants and went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, wow. He goes by himself all the time now. Like the minute I put it in and he, because we have a, like just a little arm and hammer um, potty seat on it. So he doesn't fall in. <laughs> yeah. So you use that in conjunction with that, but it is for us the perfect solution to not having to um, have that separate potty. Um, in in the bathroom, and I, it, it was a, a expensive test, but I, because I did it through Amazon, I was like, well, if it doesn't work, I'll just send it back. Blah blah blah. But it's, I highly recommend it if you have the the funds and the the if you're really kind of struggling with that area. You know, I was waiting for you to say that Mark had built him a legit iron <laughs> throne on top of the toilet, <laughs> like full on oh, swords across the back. Yeah. Uh, you know, wood in the to- in the in around the toilet probably not <laughs> the is in your butt because this thing is just plastic. You spray it down if it gets dirty. Um, you know, I mean, if you told me I would pay a little over a hundred bucks and my kid would be able to go to, to the bathroom by themselves for the next couple of years, I'm all for that. That's yeah. totally worth the money for me. So if if you are in that state of uh, you have a child that's in the process of potty training or maybe they're already potty trained, but it's you, you're constantly having to help them. Uh, it's called the potty stool. If you just go on Amazon and search for the potty stool, super sturdy, very, I mean, it's like, it's almost like, you know what it reminds me of? It's, it's, it's like the play toys that you, um, the play toys that you get from like, um, Toys like R Us. A, oh, like one step ahead. Or yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Quality. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly the construction of it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's good. I, kind of- I, I find that Colin is – he potty trained very quickly mm-hmm. and he just decided and I'm done with diapers and he was just done and he just started going to the potty like no problem. He still wants to sit. He doesn't want to stand. Mm-hmm. Now that I blame partly on me. I, I know it's not uncommon <coughs> for kids these ages four but I blame it partly on me because he was with me all the time mm-hmm. and I'm not standing. So when he's in the bathroom watching me go – he models after me. I would totally understand. I don't that. think there's anything he, wrong with it either. No, I don't either. He goes in and he watches his dad go, and he's just like, "All right, that's interesting." <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's just nonplussed by the whole event. Um, and when it comes to, he's a little intimidated, oh, still a little bit. He hates the noise of a flush. Really he hates it. Oh, 
He will not go to the bathroom in most public places unless he goes in and kind of takes a look. He, we, we went through, I was a little unsure about why he would be so afraid of the potty because he went so quickly and he had no problem with it. It's the noise just bothers him. Mm-hmm. So I took him into the bathroom and I talked to a pediatrician about it and said, it just seems odd that he would be bothered by the noise. And he said, it's not so much the noise, it's that it sounds violent. Mm. And he goes, and I find a lot of kids have a problem with it. And he said, my suggestion is to take the back off the toilet and kind of show him how it works. Flush it. Let him watch oh. the, you know, the bobber come up and pull up the flapper and the water goes down. And then he's not, he understands that's where the water's coming from. It's not like the strange thing coming out of nowhere to clean the potty. Sure. That's and, a good idea. Colette had so, a, a hard time with public restrooms for a long time because yeah, of the noise. It's weird. And well, I took him into the bathroom the other day and I still, there's, there's the tall potty. There's the tall commercial potty, which is, you know, adult size. And I have to kind of help him up on that a little bit because he's a little bit of a peanut. And then there's some that are kind of average size that he can get on by himself. At his school, all the little potties are shaped like flowers. So, oh. <laughs> and they're tiny. So he can just go in there and do his own business. Oh, but it, in a commercial bathroom, I brought him into the bathroom the other day. And he's used to, the first thing he says to me when he goes in, he gives it a wary eye. And he goes, it's not going to do it by itself, is I it? I hate and it when I they do him, it by mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. And he goes, I go, no. And I show him where the, the flush is. Well, I put him on this, and I didn't know how this toilet worked, and Uh-oh. he was just starting to get off the edge of the toilet, like lifting himself up, and it started flushing. <laughs> oh, no. That kid shot off the thing like Mario after going, boing. He's like, you lied to me. I said, I didn't know. And I'm standing, and I realized I'm standing in the bathroom at Target, and I'm arguing with my son about the engineering mechanics of a public toilet. And he's just rage-filled, oh. like, I can't believe you let it flush, and you didn't. You pulled one over on me. So we went to just, me, mommy. we were at the hospital, and he had to go to the bathroom, and the nurse took him into the bathroom, and he looked at, he looked at her, and he looked at me, and he goes, is it going to go by itself? And I said, no. And he looked at the nurse, and he goes, is it? <laughs> I was like, hey, come on now. So he still has a, I don't know, I'm finding that it's, there are a couple of kids at his school that apparently have the same issue with I the think noise. It's, I think it's a common thing. In fact, um, early, early on, uh, I picked up a potty book for Mateo that specifically had a, um, the, the flush on it. So yeah. he could start getting used to the flushing sound before he even... Was potty trained. I thought the fear was going to come with. I had I had known other kids growing up, and I used to teach preschool, so I had known other kids who had a problem with thinking they were going to get like sucked in. Yeah, because the way the water moves, and right. like, Where does my poop go? And oh my gosh! And it was you know it was like let's put something in the toilet and see where it goes, and you kind of work through that. I thought that was what I was going to contend with when he started giving a little indifference, and I thought, oh, he's just afraid of where he's going to get sucked in. No, he just doesn't like the noise yeah. at uh, all. I'm kind of like, with you, Colin. It's I'm, a jet airplane. Yeah. Like he just can't handle it. So. We'll yeah. see. That's something where else we're we're batting down. So we'll, well see what happens. I decided to bring back a little segment. Um, we used to do this uh, on a few episodes where I would play a little bit of music. So I'm going to play some music Yay. for you guys. And uh, since um, it's back to school, this is uh, this is from Bo- the Board of Education. We've played them before, uh, yeah. and this song is called First Day." So all right. here you go. Here's a nice little song for you to enjoy. For all the new school. First day in this new place, all these new faces and rules. You say that this is good for me, but I don't know. How can you be so cruel and send me off to school? I tell you I don't want to go and you say you know. 
Would you walk me to my table spot and tell me you have to go? Put on your name tag, draw a picture, it'll be fine. So I try to be your little hero, I try not to cry. here at school Well maybe the teacher's kinda nice And maybe there's some friendly looking faces at circle time But recess is a blur of whirling screaming strangers And I don't know what to do without you I was I like the oh. little horn section, especially that was nice. Yeah, that's like oh, I'm a little, I'm a little emotional. It's <laughs> so cute because Colin's preschool is exactly three hours, and he, this is probably what goes through his head every day. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm here by myself, and now I'm exhausted. He got in the car, and I said, "Did you have fun your first day of school? Oh, I loved it, but I'm exhausted." <laughs> I'm like, "You've been here for three hours. You're not exhausted." Yeah. So I love the Board of Education. It's great. They do some fun yeah, songs. They're very sweet. Yeah, I love it. So check them out if you're interested in their. Um, they have a album out called binary and uh, it's a lot of nerdy fun you should check them out if i have some uh toddler translations to send you miss nicole but mm-hmm. they are actually on video can you just strip the video yeah. or strip the audio no, or i can i can that? play the video and you know i'll see the video but you will laugh your face <laughs> off <laughs> oh i can't I have, wait they're not all my kids i have one of my kids and i have about six from kids around the country oh awesome so i have some yes, i have a whole them. bunch to send in you're yes. collecting kids what i'm collecting on? video from children around the globe too i've got one from oz 
And uh, one oh, way down fun. there in Australia, I've got one from New Zealand, one from the UK, and I've got one, I think I've got one, a couple from here in the States as well. Well, I've got some friends that have been sending me funny videos. So oh, that's great. I will send those in. Yay. Well, and so you're going to know what they're going to say, I'm, I'm assuming. I told their mom, I know what one of them is saying because he and his mom and I, his mom and I have been talking about it for a while that I love it when I hear him say oh. this one word. So she made a video of him that's all he's saying and I'm Yay. going, ah, I'm laughing like heck when I see it. But the rest of them... I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> so I'll find just, out yeah. afterwards. Okay, I think their moms are trying to keep it from me too. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. definitely send them in to nerdparents at gmail dot com, and uh, I'll get them. I tag everything so cool. that way I know uh, when we get them. That I love. The, I love it when um, parents also send in, not necessarily for the translation part of it, but they just they're saying something so cute or they're singing a song. So mm-hmm. this is they're anything. So, and so happy. Yeah. So anything you want to send in. Send it on in. You can use the little record button on uh, your uh, your iPhone, or I think I'm assuming Android has a recording option. You I don't would know think if Android does. I know that f- I use the uh, voice memos on my iPhone. Yeah, that's what I, I use too. Yeah, 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 that works well. All right. Anytime I'm on the show, there's always kind of a constant toddler translation going on in the background. <laughs> I was going to say we have running commentary from Thaddeus in the background. Just, uh, like, that was a really good song, Dad. That was a really good song. <laughs> danced all through that song. She's oh, laying on the couch grinning. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, I have to bring more. I have to get more uh, music on the show. I, I really like that part. It's um, fun. Yeah, and in fact, I think I have um, music. Someone suggested an album. I need to contact because anytime. I play music. I want to make sure that the band is okay with, you know, the whole copyright. So, all right. Well, let's move over to some family game night. Anything that brings our families together, whether it be board games, apps, movies, TV shows, whatever, you name it. I mean, um, that's kind of, we like to, uh, to have family time. So, Eric, what have you guys been doing? Uh, Well, um, as you may, I, I'm sure people who've heard me talk about Colette and video games, <laughs> uh, knows, uh, Colette's a big Minecraft fan. Yeah. So, you know, that's well known, but she has taught me something new the other day and it kind of blew my mind. Ah, the student has become the master. That's awesome. If, uh, for those who don't know, there's this thing in Minecraft called redstone and it's kind of like, uh, if, uh, wiring, like mm-hmm. if you, if you've seen people, make computers or like these mechanical machines or games in Mm -hmm. minecraft that's they used redstone to do it okay and colette had figured out how to make this cool door that kind of lifted up out of the ground and then went back down and you flipped a switch with this little wiring not too complicated but there's you know a wiring structure underneath the floor and she showed it to me and i was like oh that's amazing and and I went and had to try and figure out how to do it myself, and I was trying to emulate what she had done. So she had taught me how to do something new in Minecraft, and it oh, kind of blew my mind. That is so cool. That yeah. is fun. I have to say, I think Mateo, once he gets older, is going to love Minecraft. Oh, I have no doubt. He loves Legos. He loves like oh, building yeah, and puzzles. Minecraft. Like That is the one. They have a little sheet on at, at school and says what they do. Every point is puzzle, puzzle, puzzle. <laughs> He is all about puzzles and he loves to like figure it out. So I'm uh, looking forward to um, playing some Minecraft. Maybe, maybe Mateo will get me into Minecraft. Daddy makes big Legos. That's why he likes it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, The, the one game that I have been playing with Mateo, um, a listener of Lazily and uh, Final Score sent me 
Castle of Illusion, which is the Mickey Mouse game. Oh, I played oh, this. Oh, God, don't say that M word around Colin. You'll never get him to leave us alone. <laughs> so oh. Mateo is a big, big Mickey Mouse fan. And yes. I was, I, I've been looking, because right now the only thing we really play as a game is um, Seven Wonders. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's color blocks and he likes to see the blocks break. And, mm-hmm. and so I've been looking for other things. We tried Disney Affinity and he sometimes sticks with that for a while. Um, but I started playing... Um, castle of illusion with him and he's just like oh, mickey and, <laughs> oh it's the most adorable thing so that Where's is my water has a mickey mouse version colin plays that on my phone oh, yeah? all the time yep oh, loves it oh i need to download that then yes where's my water the mickey mouse version he's filling up lemonade cups and oh, stuff and it's got oh. goofy and donald it's great it's great really good i, ha- I have to say i'm I- i'm a fan of disney i'm not like hardcore disney but mm-hmm. it it makes me happy to see him getting into Mickey Mouse because yeah. I grew up with classic yeah the Mickey Mouse um, clubhouse you know um, I never used to be a mom that was like super into um, I never really let my kids wear shirts with like I was considered a kind of advertising yeah on it but I let them wear, I let him wear all the Mickey shirts yeah because to me that's like classic children's programming is yeah. the word. I don't know but it's just sure. like a classic children's thing and. There's something that I like about Mickey that is just really non-confrontational and fun and yeah. just cute. Adorable. Me, yeah. on the other hand, I put everything on my kid. Nike, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what, though? But he loves those things so much that yeah. that's so big to him. Colin, you know, if I put a Mickey shirt on him, he wants it. But if I put if I put a shirt on him, that he loves um, Lightning McQueen. But if I put a shirt on him with Lightning McQueen, he wouldn't really kind of pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, oh, that's a shirt. Yeah. But if he's, like, committed to a thing, he was committed to um, – Oh, what's it called? You guys might know this one. It's a little show. It's done. Stephen Fry does the um, narration on it. It's for little kids, and it's about a little boy. He's three. He wears a blue hat and a blue outfit. Pocoyo. Oh, Pocoyo. Yeah, yeah. Pocoyo. He wanted everything Pocoyo for a long time. Okay. And he used to, he finally got a doll, and he carried him around with him everywhere. But when he saw him in a shirt, he went, no, because he thinks of Pocoyo as a boy. Like three-dimensional. Oh, yeah. So... Mm-hmm. For Colin, when you don't, because because you see him doing things in 3D, so he doesn't really think about it. But if I put it on a shirt for him, it just kind of, hmm, it's a shirt. But Mickey, all the Mickey, all the Mickey, oh, all the Mickey, all the time. Yep, he's getting Mateo's getting um, into Donald. Like, ooh, he, we have a couple of storybooks, and he always wants to read the Donald storybook stories. Aww. Donald so, was always my favorite. He's he, hilarious. He, he's kind of a jerk. Well, he's, he's sarcastic. Yeah. I think that's why we like him. I like that he has imperfections. I like that <laughs> yeah. he's clearly a flawed person. I think that's why I identified with yeah. him. Yeah, he's so cute. It is. I'm so it's sure. it's really adorable seeing Mateo explore the Disney side. So Aww. we're trying to plan a Disney vacation, and I'm wondering if I'm biting off more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I think we're going to try to do it sometime in December. Right, but I'm 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 kind of scared, um, but excited. So mm, I don't know. How about you, Carrie? You got any fun besides well, we where's my water? We've been trying to stay away. The kids are using so much with the devices over the summer. I'm trying to get away from them as much as I can and kind of get them to embrace doing other things. Sure. Um, and with my husband working for a toy company, we have access to a lot of like board games, and some of them are real classics, and some of them are new. And there's one that a lot of people have been playing. I had never heard of it before. Um, it's called Tenzi. Tenzi. And T E N Z I, 
Hmm. And all it is, it's very, very simple. It's 10 dice, just regular game dice, you know, six-sided dice. And you, it's very much like playing Yahtzee or like, um, oh, what's the other one, Farkle or any of those games. Okay. You roll the 10-sided dice and it's how many of them come up with the number one. And you try and beat one another to see who can get the most number ones first and then see who can get the most number twos first. But what's great about it is that Colin can play it because he knows those numbers. So we can play as a family because that can be really difficult when you have kids that are teens and little ones and they don't have a whole lot in common. Sure. Um, but to be able to get all of us around the table and play that, that would be a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to doing a little bit more of that this weekend. We've been doing a lot with our Kiwi crates. Yeah. Um, Sarah just helped me do a scavenger hunt and Colin was a part of it too. We made some videos. Um, it was an international scavenger hunt hosted by um, Misha Collins, who is on Supernatural and it's called Gishwes. And it's this crazy, I mean, when I say crazy, I mean crazy, unbelievable request of things that you need to do for this scavenger hunt. And this year we did a frog pants team and we had Carter Johnson, Scott's daughter was on the team and we had a lot of other people on, um, Les Gebhardt and some other people you guys might know. And um, one of the things that we had to do, Carter made a movie poster, which was fantastic. Um, my kids and I um, made my new bike, my new brand new bike. We made it into a spaceship and I rode it around and we cool. took a video of it. Um, Les went and got a tattoo, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But we did uh, lots of fun stuff like that. So I was able to kind of involve them in something that was not really adult, but kind of, I got to see mom be fun and silly, oh, cool. you know, which was really yeah. good for them. And one of the things that I did, I made a video, I had to make a time-lapse video of no longer than 20 seconds of, you had to put together a puzzle that was at least 50 pieces, but you had to wear mittens while you did it. <laughs> so it was, I mean, it's really fun, silly stuff, but seeing it in time-lapse, I mean, Colin was in hysterics on the floor because oh. it was his puzzle that I was doing. I found one that was 50 pieces exactly, and I'm trying to put it all together with gloves on, and the kids were laughing, and so that has been a lot of fun. So we're trying to, you know, lean more towards uh, during the school year, they do so much online and and so much with Sarah's got the iPad to do homework and connect. And I want to keep her as much a part of the things that I do with Colin, you know, we could do them as a group. So my husband has instituted that Thursdays is no electronics day and we will have game night every Thursday. So I will have something cool to report every week. You know what? The other day, I um, this is the day I did the Kiwi Crate. I just, out of the blue, kind of in the morning, I decided, you know what? We're staying off of devices today. And mm-hmm. Colette, Ted Collette, no games, no TV, no nothing. I'm not going to do it either. We're going to hang out. We're going to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And it was actually great. And it didn't end up with any kind of meltdowns or freakouts. Yep. It, was, it was kind of fun. It's kind we of yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, I remember growing up as a kid when the, when the um, electric went out. It was always, I loved it because, you know, the candles would be up and we would find other things to do that we normally didn't do. So it was like the special occasion. And so it's, it's you know, you don't need the electric to go out. I guess you could go flip the breaker or something. <laughs> oh, looks like oh, uh, we're doing something else. We're doing something else. We um, did when Colin was too young to really do like too many organized games. I would say probably when he's between two and four and it was warm out. But I didn't really want him sitting in the house and wanting to play games. I took him outside, and I used to let him do things that he would normally think would be – this is coming to me, Nicole, because I'm thinking about the picture that you posted of Mateo doing the sidewalk chart. Oh, yeah. The chalk yeah, art. The chalk art. I used to let Colin go outside and take his paints, and I used to let him – he would paint with water on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd let him take finger paints and paint himself. Oh, head to toe. yeah, yeah. 
And then I could, you could get a big bucket of soapy water and it'd laugh when you were washing them off. He still loves to do that stuff. And I don't, you know, we get so busy in our our daily lives. Well, here, you do this while I'm doing the laundry or here, you keep busy with that while I'm doing this. I like that he is still a kid. And I know a lot of kids are like this. It's just finding it in them. Find that Mm -hmm. thing that thrills them. Bubbles. Bubbles. I love bubbles. I love bubbles. I want bubbles. Heron came home the other day and he said, I brought a present and I, what'd you, what'd you buy? And he said, I bought it for Colin, but frankly, I don't know who's going to like it better, him or you. And he bought one of those bubble makers Oh, it just spits them all out. And I was like, yay! <laughs> so we went outside and put on the music and let the bubbles Which go. And we're dancing around the deck and just lots of good you, fun like that. What nice is the bubble maker away. that you got? Because not all bubble makers are created equal. That's I'm very go, true. You, We've had one that Talk amongst lasted. yourselves. I'm going to go look on the deck okay. and just see what it is. <laughs> yeah, we we had one that lasted like maybe a few days, yeah. and then we had another one that lasted maybe a few months. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I know it's it depends on kind of the the type of bubble that you put in it. Because I thought all bubbles were created equal. They are not. No, you got to put <laughs> you know soap bubbles versus glycerin bubbles. Right? Yeah. There's yeah. a whole there's a whole deal. There's a whole thing going on there. People. Get real good about making specific formulas. Yes, concoctions. Concoctions. And, and in fact, Daryl wrote in and gave us a good formula on on making your own bubbles. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah. Kind of lazy. I just kind of buy the bubbles. So yeah, I, I do it. too. Okay, this is called. Oh, of course, it's got a silly name. It's called the one and only Gazillion Bubbles Hurricane, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like a desk fan, like a fan that you oh, sit yeah, in, yeah. a little tiny portable desk fan. But where the blades are is all the little sticks with the circle at the end the bubbles go through. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm looking at it on Amazon. Yep. And it's great. And it's got a little – this is purple with a little green front. And the green front, which would be – you'd think of like the protective grill that would go over the blades on a fan. It has a little dispenser on the left, a little cup off to the side. And that's where you pour the bubbles in. So the kids can do it without getting bubbles all over the place. Oh, this is one we've had. This this thing is fantastic. Yeah, now Aaron well. has access. Aaron has access to commercial ones that I could buy. I'm not about to spend a, you know seventy five bucks in a bubble maker, but this was on sale. He got that at Walmart, I think, for eight bucks. Well, there you go. Because a lot of stuff is marked down, and then he buys those. I like to make my own bubble stuff because I add um, glycerin to them, and it makes them last longer. Yeah. We were, but, just, um, we were just talking about the uh, the art and the, science of bubbles. Of, yeah, the art and science of bubble making. That's a fun one for the kids, too, to do that outside. That's a lot of fun um, to make the bubbles, and some of them are colored and whatever. Uh, Aaron just bought, like you said, he buys the big gallon jugs. Yeah. So he loves it. And the, the kids call and just stand out in the deck and just be eating like a little plate of strawberries and turn the bubble machine on and just watch them go. He just I, loves them to death. So. so that's a lot of fun. So on, that's uh, one of the fun things we like to do. On Amazon, of course, finding that bubble machine has related topics. I did not realize the the world of bubble <laughs> machines. It's an entire, it's like an industry. It's like there's some really high-tech bubble machines out there. It's kind of, uh, yeah. In, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I <laughs> Those want are this. some of the things that uh, Aaron has a line on, you know, because he, he gets people who buy from him that are DJs. They buy smoke machines and oh, that type of yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, right. He has some of these bubble machines too, and I was I saw them and I went, they don't even look fun. Yeah, they look like somebody knocked a speaker on its side, and there's you know like <laughs> it's black and serious. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you have to be- spend the eight bucks and get the fun one that you throw a couple of D batteries in. It may last one season, it may last three, one one, but one session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let it last that one session. Like the gun, like the the bubble guns that you can get that you just put the batteries mm-hmm. in, and the kid 
cramps up their finger because they're holding it so hard all day long. <laughs> this this bubble machine is fantastic, and it works great with the commercial bubbles that you buy at Walmart, mm-hmm. the big like gallon bottles, and. You just put a little bit of bubbles in there, and that thing goes, and, go, and it's quiet. Have you have you seen the uh, the animal ones where you no? Um, they have it like a tiger or an elephant or a lion, no. and you press the handle. It's like a and their mouth opens, and the bubbles come out. No way! I I picked up one of those, and that one lasted a long, long time. Before. I have a flashlight like that from Little Tykes. Because I was Little Tykes makes a little flashlight that you it, it's it's a very similar yeah it's totally a similar kind of thing but it's with bubbles uh-huh. and it would have lasted longer had I not been lazy and cleaned. <laughs> uh. I just I just kind of left the bubbles in there. I'm like, what well, could I, you know? It's probably fine. No, it it eventually, but it took a good. I mean, it lasted for two two years. I'm yeah, pretty sure like, all the bubble machines we've had have died at the hands of at the slippery hands of my daughter trying to move the oh, bubble machine with it, slippery yeah. hands. Yeah. Uh, see, like this little those little animal ones, it's like a little gun, and so they just kind of open it, and you fill it up on the front. You pour the bubble stuff th- through the mouth, mm-hmm. so they don't even touch the bubble stuff. So oh, that's great. It's a good fun. Colin will do that with the guns. He'll like you push the button, and sometimes you know that you're a little slow. And the, the the bubbles, if there's no immediate response of bubble mania, he's like turning it upside down, shaking it, moving it around, and I'm like, oh, you're gonna get goo all over the place. <laughs> but this, just leave it on the counter. He pours it. He knows he can pour a little bit in the cup, and just happy and content just to watch the bubbles. For some people, like I remember when Eden was small and they were talking about ways to help her calm when she gets excited. Um, they said fish tanks are great. Mm. They're great for a lot of people. They just are a calming influence and they kind of help lower your blood pressure and lower your heart rate. And this is my son with bubbles. <laughs> just give him some bubbles and he's just, oh, oh, just everything's okay. I should have uh, given him some this morning. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Go bubbles? out on the deck and play with bubbles. You're going to school. Uh, well, let's move over to some solicited advice so we don't have a a super, super long show <laughs> like we did last time. Um, we have an email from David. And I've been holding on to David's email. Uh, he is a soon-to-be dad. Uh, he says, first off, thanks for the podcast. I've, it's been a nice primer for my future. My wife is currently nine weeks pregnant. I'm assuming she's a little further along um, because I think I got this couple month, this email a couple months ago. Uh, still, in the rather terrifying, unpredictable first, trime- uh, first trimester, uh, but so, thi- so far, things have been fairly textbook. That's a pretty huge deal because... When it comes to my wife and medical conditions, nothing is ever textbook. My wife laughs at me for how much I research, how much research I've been doing, but I figured my one job during this phase is to understand what my wife is going through well enough to keep her safe and to be prepared for uh, after when I'll have the real work to do. That is so true. Um, Very true. Oddly, though, maybe I'm alone in thinking that because there are surprising limited resources directed towards future dads. David, that's not true. We got tons for you here because um, there's there's a lot of stuff out there for today's day and age for dads. And hopefully we'll give you some resources. Uh, plenty for mothers and uber religious preaching, but very little on what role I play for all this. I was an only child and I never, I've never been very close to any pregnancy and baby. So I'm pretty much flying blind. Uh, I work in education, so once the kid gets into school age, I'm your man. Newborns, I got nothing. Uh, so to get to the point, <laughs> what advice do you, as a mother or any fatherly guest, have for a future dad? What 
and what I can do during this excruciating waiting period while my wife brews up a sentinel creature in her belly. (laughs) (laughs) I like it put that way. (laughs) Like I say, your podcast has been a really nice resource for understanding how my wife and I can raise a kid in today's technology-laden and nerdy world. There's a lot to fill in between dressing up our kid for Comic-Con and teaching our kids about the doctor and the mag- and his magical phone box with a sonic screwdriver that can keep nightmares away. Thanks, David. Uh, P.S. I blame you for my clumsy ninja addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So good. Um, so uh, as as the the only dad on the show right now, Eric, do you mm-hmm. have any any words of advice or anything that you used as you were kind of coming into your own as a father? Yeah, um, here, here's what I would say. Try not to get hung up too much on whether or not a resource of information is directed towards a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if, if there is a book that looks a little bit frilly or here's, or, or maybe a book that your wife is reading or if there's a, a class that your guys are going to or any, any information source at all. If it's related to the baby, then that's what you're looking for. And if it's it, it's going to be more or less the same, don't get too hung up on the the whether or not it's for mom and dad because mm-hmm. you're exper- you're both going to be trying to go through this together. It was um, like when we just this last pregnancy with Thaddeus, um, I felt so involved because I was along with Christine the whole way, learning everything she was learning, knowing as uh, trying to understand what was going on the whole time. And it was really great. I feel I felt a lot more involved and comfortable and prepared for what was coming and what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, you know, whatever whatever information you're getting, the, try not to get too hung up on if it's for a dad specifically. Um, the other thing is there is there are resources out there. I mean, yeah. if you Google is your friend. I, I can't think of any. I, I have uh, some like, for him. Ah, so. Good. Um, there is a Facebook page that my husband was following and they post so many great blog posts. It's called how to be a dad. So facebook.com slash how to be a dad. And of course there's a website attached to it, but if you're, you know, maybe you're not on Facebook, just subscribe to the RSS feed, but they always post some great things from a, from a dad's perspective. Um, and, and it's like Eric's saying, it's not necessarily, oops, hello, Facebook, uh, <laughs> um, you have a message. I know, right? Uh, it, it, they're very general terms, but sometimes, I mean, I get what you're saying. You sound a lot like my husband, who I pretty much spent my entire pregnancy just in bed sick. So he was out looking for information for me. So he would go out and he would find, um, he would read different books and then he'd bring the information back and he would tell me, he's like, okay, so your body's doing this. <laughs> So, and it was it was so helpful for me. Um, a couple of things that that he he read and listened to and watched. So, the the book "The Expectant Father" is a really really great book. Um, it doesn't talk down to you. It gives you tips. It gives you just general advice. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can find it on Amazon. You can get it via Kindle or paperback or whatever but it's called The Expected Father. Um, if you look in iTunes for a show called Pregtastic, uh, this was a show, It's and this is what Eric was saying, You know, don't get hung up on the fact that it's not geared towards you. 
but it's just a bunch of pregnant women talking about being pregnant. And they have specific topics and it's so it's there's so much information in that. And there were a number of things. So like for me, being as sick as I was, I felt very alone um, and depressed. I had a bout of depression. And Mark was listening to this Pregtastic podcast and he had he found an episode where they talked about not your your atypical morning sickness. So the women that have the uh, gravitas um Oh, what? Hyperemesis is yes. no fun. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. So this, you know, most people when for women, I felt very dismissed, like by the doctors. Oh, you know, you're just it's it's they like they don't care. But when you're in it, you are in hell. Like yeah. it's yeah. it never feels like it's going to stop. So the fact that Mark had found um, a, a show about that topic was huge for me. So, and and speaking of that, if if you're listening to this and you know somebody that's going through morning sickness um and it just doesn't seem to be stopping, email me at nerdparents@gmail.com at and I can give you a ton of resources. In fact, I'll put more resources about that condition because no one really talks about it. And it's No, it's, I had it too. Did it you sucks. have it? it yep. It's so I had horrible. it. I threw up from day from day 6 of finding out I was pregnant with Sarah. I was sick. I was two weeks in. So six days after I found out I was pregnant every day, Mm -hmm. multiple times a day through delivery. I threw up. Me too. On the table. Push. Sorry. Is he puking? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's not. So the fact that you're just trying to be an advocate for your wife is huge. So Go go! That's awesome. <laughs> go, David. Don't don't underestimate the the power of the support that you can give her. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, she feels. It, I know it's strange because it's like, wow, she's going through a thing that I can't understand because I'm not carrying a child and she's got health issues and stuff that she's dealing with. But I agree 100 percent with uh, what Eric and Nicole are saying. Just because something is marketed for women, because mm-hmm. traditionally it's been a woman's role to be a caretaker and deal with all of this stuff. Not that the husband isn't involved, but or the boyfriend is involved or whoever the other the partner is. It's just that I think that it's always been assumed that it's something that the woman would worry about because it's more of a bit of a her body thing mm-hmm. and that you would be kind of there to support her fiscally and you'd be there to support the things that she needs to do and you'd help her with it. But the support that you can give her just an understanding and maybe shoulder to cry on and a man, I wish there was more I could do to help you. And getting informed is awesome, but yeah, the marketing stuff doesn't have to apply. Yeah. You want yeah. to read those things? You really do read it from a perspective of I'm a parent and it doesn't matter what flavor I am. Exactly. Yeah. In both, with both my kids, the better under, I understood what was going on with my wife with the pregnancy and with the kids when they were little, little babies, the better I just naturally knew how to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the better you understand exactly what's going on you'll just kind of better naturally know what needs to be done or not done or whatever. Yeah. Get to know your pediatrician very, very well. Oh, yeah. And once you do, like, I didn't even realize this, that they have um, after hours calling. Like... (laughs) That's that a magical. When thing. you find that out, children you're like, "Don't get yeah. Wait, what? Don't I get sick just, during the day. Yeah. They get sick after us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> and on weekends. Yeah. And and finally, I would recommend you can find this on YouTube, and I'll put a I'll embed it in the show notes. Um, you know, we make fun of the the four dummy books, but they are really informative. And 
every trimester, my husband would um, play the pregnancy for dummies video. And it was just really, it was just a good watch. It really well done, very, you know, educational. So we would watch those videos together to kind of figure out what was going on uh, in me. <laughs> so sure. I would, I would recommend you can, um, if you just Google uh, dummy, uh, what is it for? Yeah. <laughs> Pregnancy for dummies. That's all you have to video. You'll find it. There's a, a YouTube video out there or you can pick them up on any streaming service. Um, and you know, just that. learning all about that stuff ends up, at least for me, kind of getting real fascinating. I got, I got like really into it. Like, mm-hmm. Oh man, this is crazy. This, all this stuff that's going on. Tell me more. How yeah, does this happen? Right? Yeah. We the- had a, uh, we had a group um, at my obstetrician's office that was, uh, you might have to ask about it. If you go with your wife to a doctor's appointment, ask if they have a dad's group yeah. because they had one at our office. And it was, you know, hey, dads, if you want to, you know, get in together and just talk about it, maybe it's not run out of the group. Maybe it's run, you know, guys get together at Applebee's, you know, once a month and hang out and drink beer and go, oh, my God, she's throwing up on everything. But it gives you a chance to, <laughs> yeah, you're not in it alone <laughs> and don't ever it. feel like you are. You're never yeah. in it alone. But it's it might be cool to know that these people, they, you, you can get together and complain about the bill. I mean, you, <laughs> you can talk about anything, <laughs> yeah. but it'll give you a chance to know that. This is. There have been dads going through this for many, many years, and you're not by yourself. So yeah. I think any chance you get to put yourself the places your wife goes, look for groups where dads might be there too. Strike up a conversation with the dad that you see at Babies R Us holding all of the things while his wife buys all of the other things. So <laughs> yeah. there's, there's some podcasts out there too. Yeah, um, there's, yep. a, there's even a social network for dad dads yep. called yeah. Life of Dad. So if you go to lifeofdad.com podcasts yeah, there's like a whole social aspect to that as well did you find one eric as well uh i've heard a few podcasts uh, what was it called oh crap <laughs> i put oh, you on the spot, spot. sorry right. <laughs> that mr mom daily one i hear that's pretty good oh yeah mr. Mom daily. Right. yeah 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 so yeah well i'll put a whole bunch of links in the show notes for you you're not alone you're you're doing awesome oh, uh the one i was listening to a little recently is called turning this car around <laughs> <laughs> i like it <laughs> it's uh, it's three dads and they're talking. It's a little surly sometimes, but they're just talking about being dads. Being dads, turning this car around. Oh, cool. That's great. Awesome stuff. Well, thanks so much for the email, David. Sorry it took a, us a little longer to get to it. I knew it was going to be a very uh, uh, lengthy response. So, uh, And that does it for a show. <laughs> um, I just want to thank our sponsors of the show, choremonster.com. You can head on over to choremonster.com. And if you haven't already, sign up for your free account uh, and set up um, an awesome way to manage chores in your household with your little ones. Uh, also, Doghouse Systems, uh, they're still running a back-to-school special on laptops. And you get a lot of cool free upgrades um, during the sale. So if you go over to doghousesystems.com, you'll find a, there's a little link for, for the uh, back to school sale. And if you decide to purchase one and use the code nerd, you get a free upgrade to a, uh, of a solid state drive, 120 gig. So there you go. And Alpha Geek Radio. Thank you. We do this or try to do this every Wednesday around uh, nine o'clock Pacific standard time. 
And if you are interested in talking with other nerd parents or just have questions that maybe we haven't gotten to, head on over to forum.myextralife.com. You can reach all three of us through the internet. Of course, we're all on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Nicole Spag. You can find Eric at Eric Mahler and Cleo. I, always, I, I go between your names, right? I, I don't know. I, I know you as both Carrie and Cleo. I, know. I have to commit one way or the other. I don't know. Really <laughs> I love it. Uh, you can find her at Coffee Please, P-L-Z. Uh, and of course, if you head on over to nerdparents.com, you find all the show notes, our past archive. Um, I'm going to start trying to do some more kind of review type stuff. Uh, and do some blogging. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a horrible writer. But yeah, uh, that's why I podcast. Uh, but if you have an email you want to send us, you can head on over to the website and on the contact form, or you can just send it to us directly at nerdparents at gmail.com. So thanks so much for listening. We'll talk with you in a week. Bye. Bye. Hello fellow nerd parents, this is Dan. And this is Lauren. This is another Family Game Night recommendation. Today, we're going to talk about a fun game by Yellow Games called Fun Farm. Fun Farm is a game for 2 to 10 players, 8 to 6 and up, and plays in about 15 to 30 minutes. In Fun Farm, you're going to arrange the 6 foam animals in a circle. They're made of that stress ball foam and they look pretty funny. On your turn, you will flip over a card and then roll the 2 dice. If the color you roll on a dice match the dice shown on the card, that you, then you have to grab the animal shown on the card as fast as you can. If the dice don't match any of the dice on the cards that are on the table already, the next person flips over a card and then rolls the dice. It gets a bit tricky because before you know it, there will be three to four cards on the table and you are trying to look at the dice and the cards all at the same time. So you can grab the right animal. If you grab the right animal, you get that card. It does get a bit nutty because people are trying to grab an animal before anyone else does, and sometimes there's a lot of cards that you're trying to track all the dice on those cards. The game ends when all of the cards have been dealt, and then you count up how many cards each person has. The one with the most cards wins. It's an easy-to-teach game and can bring out a ton of laughs to a group of kids, families, or even a group of just adults. I like it because it's really funny, easy to play, and when you're playing with my crazy family, it can get really intense. Especially when you're playing with my dad. <laughs> well, it gets a little nutty because everyone's reaching and trying to look and grab the same animal. So it's, it's, dad grabs the dad grabs the and I grab after. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Fun Farm can be found on Amazon for about $25, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Thanks for listening, and remember to play a game with your family tonight. Bye! See ya! Visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.